Hello, my praying people. You are listening to the Prayer Clinic Podcast, and I'm Leanne McCoy, your host. On this podcast, we're going to unpack the mystery of prayer. Along the way, your faith will be strengthened and your relationship with Christ will be taken to new levels. Prayer is the most powerful tool we have as believers, but far too few of us know where to even begin in exercising and using this powerful tool. Let's take this journey together and experience what happens when we pray. Today's November 12, 2020. We're getting close to the end of a very interesting year. We've been in the COVID-19 pandemic for quite a few months now, and every day we don't know if children are going to school or staying home, if we've got to wear masks or not. We don't even know, for goodness sake, who won the election last week. Whew, what a crazy time. I'm not sure I've ever seen so much emphasis, though, on prayer as 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 what I've seen this year. We started praying because our world nearly stopped spinning back in March when COVID-19 sent us home for a nationwide, no, make that a worldwide time out. Then we got to praying some more because our time out erupted in rioting and complete unrest in the most peculiar places like Portland, Oregon, and somewhere Kentucky. Soon, from our kneeling positions, we uh, focused our prayers on the elections to be held in November. And goodness, were we not inundated with invitations to pray and prayer guides and various organizations that um, would rally us to pray. So we were invited to pray and pray and pray some more. Pray for the president. Pray for the candidates. Pray for those that were going to be fighting for their seats. Pray for those that were going to be sitting in their seats. (laughs) Pray for some of them to sit down in their seats and quit standing up in such an atmosphere of desperation and urgency. And even today, some 10 days after the election, we're still praying over all of that. But my question is, what can we expect from all of this praying? Does prayer really work? Does it really make a difference? Can we seriously expect God to show up when we pray? Well, my friends, the answers to those questions are yes, yes, and absolutely. Prayer really does work. Prayer really does make a difference. And we can seriously expect God to show up when we pray. In fact, this is what this podcast is all about. In every episode, you're going to hear evidence that prayer really does work, that prayer makes a difference, and that you can expect God to show up when you pray. This is our first episode, and so to launch us, I want to lay some groundwork by discussing the meaning and the scope of prayer. So let me begin by just um, giving you this simple definition for prayer. In its purest and simplest form, prayer is communication with God. In the Hebrew language, the word for prayer is tefillah. In the English uh, spelling of that, it's T-E-F-I-L-A-H. 
And this word is generally translated into the English language as the word prayer. But the Hebrew word carries with it the concept of begging, beseeching, and imploring. Now, in the Greek language, the word for prayer that we translate into prayer is actually um, two different words. One is prosuch, P-R-O-C-E-U. Nope, make that P-R-O-S-E-U-C-H-E. And it actually means um, to uh, use a word to make a vow. It's a combination word, the P-R-O-S meaning word, and the E-U-C-H-E meaning vow. And so this definition of the word prayer really talks about how um, we come as people face-to-face with God in an intimate relationship. Prayer, my friends, is the vehicle that brings us into a close and intimate relationship with God. We're going to be talking a whole lot more about that as the days go by. So secondly, the idea of sacrifice is also associated with prayer in the Greek language. And um, this idea depicts an altar of sacrifice and consecration in prayer where our lives are yielded entirely to God. Prayer is a place of decision and surrender where we freely vow to give our lives in exchange to God for his divine life. Sometimes you hear people talk about prayer being to breathe in the heartbeat, the purposes, the desires, and the mind of God, and to breathe out those purposes as we pray them back to him. Um, The word deesis, D-E-E-S-I-S, is translated petition in the King James Version, and it means a desire, a request, or even a desperate desire. And it's actually used 19 times in the New Testament. Um, And it is the word that's used in James 5.17 that says the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. The petition or the deep desire or request, even desperate desire, is um, of a righteous man is powerful and and effective. So as we think about these definitions of prayer from these original languages of scripture, we have to acknowledge that effective prayer is communication with God that increases intimacy with him in direct proportion to our willingness to yield ourselves to him. That's a mouthful, right? So effective prayer is communicating with God in a way that increases our intimacy with him in direct proportion to how willing we are to yield ourselves to him. My friends, prayer is more than a, than formal correspondence. Prayer is intimate exchange that results in personal transformation. Now, If you don't want to change, you like things just the way they are, you like the way you're ruling and running your life, don't pray. (laughs) For prayer will change you. You can't spend time in the presence of the Lord God Almighty and expect to remain as you are. If you like the way you are, if you like the way your life is, if you like the comfort of the familiar, then my friend, you don't really want to learn how to pray. Trust me. I know. 
When you pray, you change. It's as simple as that. Now, intimacy and transformation change is foundational to the experience of prayer. But prayer goes beyond that. The very heart of prayer is in asking God to do what only he can do in your life, on your behalf, or on behalf of others. So the very heart of prayer is inviting God to do what only he can do in your life or through your prayers in the lives of others. So the scope of prayer doesn't stop, though, with the asking. The real meaning of prayer includes God answering your request according to his purpose, according to his power, and according to his person. Ah, so much to unload. I love what Andrew Murray says about prayer. And, by the way, my friends, Andrew Murray had a lot to say about prayer. This is what he said. The place and power of prayer in the Christian life is too little understood. As long as we view prayer simply as the means of maintaining our own lives, we will not fully understand what it is really supposed to be. But when we learn to regard prayer as the highest part of the work entrusted to us, the root and strength of all other work, we will see that there is nothing we need to study and practice more than the art of prayer. The Father waits to hear every prayer of faith. He wants to give us whatever we ask for in Jesus' name. My praying friend, don't miss this profound truth. It's the truth that changes everything in regards to prayer. Andrew Murray went on to say, God intends prayer to have an answer. And no one has yet fully conceived what God will do for the child who believes that his prayer will be heard. God hears prayer. This quote from Andrew Murray that I've given to you here is taken out of his popular book called, it's a classic, With Christ in the School of Prayer. Did you get what, I, what, what Andrew just said to us? God intends prayer to have an answer. I was often taught that the primary purpose of prayer was for me to recognize and acknowledge the sovereignty of God in all things. After all, he's God, I'm not. I need to just adjust to that reality. That was code, though, for God's going to do whatever he wants to do, so you might as well reconcile yourself to this fact. When you pray, you may or may not have insight into the why behind his what. I didn't like that answer. That's why I was delighted beyond all measure to discover that God really does mean what he says when he tells us that he hears and answers us when we pray. We simply cannot begin to comprehend the true mystery and power of prayer without the confident assurance that God hears us when we pray. And God answers us because we pray. Psalm 145 serves as a powerful oomph to the truth of this lesson. Listen as I read verses 13 through 19. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. 
Lord, you are faithful to all your promises and loving toward all you have made. You, Lord, uphold those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. You, Lord, are righteous in all your ways and loving toward all you've made. Lord, you are near to all who call on you, to all who call on you in truth. You fulfill the desires of those who fear you. You hear their cry and save them. Prayer is so powerful. When we understand that the real purpose of prayer is for God to hear and to answer us, we will begin to understand how important it is for us to learn everything we can about how to show up in our prayer closet. And that, my friends, is what we're going to learn throughout our time together on the Prayer Clinic Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Prayer Clinic Podcast. For more information on my speaking and writing ministry, go to leannemccoy.com. To learn more about the Prayer Clinic ministry, go to prayer.clinic. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe. We'll see you next time, my praying people.